Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline DeKimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I want to talk to you about the four biggest resume mistakes I see executives and even six-figure leaders uh, make in their resume. So the reason I thought this was so important to really address is because people don't realize they're making them. And that makes a difference between your resume being looked at by a recruiter and just being deleted straight away. And that is not what you want to achieve. I see brilliant people um, apply for jobs that they know they have the skills and experience for. And time and time again, they get no callbacks, no feedback, no invites to an interview, nothing. And they know that if nothing changes, that they are going to be stuck. And if not that, they find themselves in a position that they're justifying and defending themselves against recruiters and HR about the career choices they have made. And that is so frustrating. And slowly, that breaks down your self-confidence. So instead, what you want to have is you want to stand out in a sea of similarities. Get really invites for interviews, for jobs that you think like, oh my God, those jobs are exactly aligned with what I'm looking for. And you want to feel proud of the career choices that you have made through your career. That is what you want to achieve. So let's break it down in the top four biggest resume mistakes that I see executives make all the time. So the first one is that they don't have a clear narrative. They are very unclear about their unique value proposition. They are very unclear about their pitch. And so basically they have over 15 years experience and they find it so so difficult to connect all the dots between everything that they can do and that they have done and all their skills and experience and connect those dots and that is challenging for them and so therefore they just like don't have a narrative because they are afraid to pigeonhole themselves and they don't know how to communicate that clearly to somebody else that really is going to read their resume so that is the biggest first mistake is not having a clear unique value proposition or having a clear narrative a pitch a really like when somebody starts reading their resume and thinks like oh my god this is a person yes that i can see working in my organization. So that's the first part. The second part is that there is no theme through their resume. So there is just a list of things that they can do and skills that they have, but there is no theme, basically. So if you don't have a narrative, you can't connect that to a theme and have a consistent theme running through your resume. So I will give you an example. 
So most people, they start building their resume from uh, from scratch, fresh out of uni, build, 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 and they and add things as they move on from organization or from different roles. They add on more responsibilities. And at a certain point, if you're in middle management, executive management, uh, at a certain point, you, you look at your resume and you say like, okay, let's delete this, let's delete that. But they forget to understand like there needs to be be a clear theme. So imagine you have all these skills and experience and you choose basically how people are perceiving you and that's the what your theme should be. It's like the perception you want people to have from you based on what they read. This doesn't need to be a dump of everything that you can do. No, this document, this necessary evil that people say, needs to be very intentionally put together the way you want to be perceived. And for me, and ask any of my clients, the way I look at a resume, a resume needs to attract the right jobs and repel the ones that actually don't fit and you do not want. And that is what a resume needs to do. It doesn't need to appeal to everyone. No, it needs to be crystal clear. No, it doesn't need to pigeonhole you neither, but it needs to be cl crystal clear about the message that you're giving to the person that you want to appeal to. And that is because you have a clear theme. And so you have to look at your resume. Is my resume just a dump of everything that I can do? Or is there a clear message in there that's underlying the whole document and pulling it all together? The third mistake that I see next to that is that a resume becomes too long and too detailed. Now, too detailed is often because people just dump everything that they can do because they don't want to pigeonhole themselves. And they say like, but this is so important and that is so important. So they forget what the theme is or they, they forget to implement a theme and they're just like trying to really articulate everything that they have done and it becomes a monster of a document. I've seen resumes of four or five, six pages and it's just like, oh my God, nobody's reading this. So one thing that I want you to remember, which is critical in this process, people, are only going to pay you the salary or based on what you have done in the last couple of years. So unless you want to be from an IT manager to a yoga teacher, or you want to completely change industries, or there is a reason why you would actually shift, the main concern is for people that are hiring, they will pay you a certain salary based on what you recently have done. So there is no point to make a resume like really six pages long and really elaborate on the first jobs that you have done. Here is a catch though. I know that those memories and that experience is very precious to you. You probably had blood, sweat and tears for those initial jobs. And that's why they're on your resume. You're quite proud of what you have done and contributed. But those jobs won't get you the salary that you will, will, will want. They will contribute because without those jobs, you weren't, aren't able or you were, wouldn't be able to be the person that you are today. 
and to be at the level that you are today. So they have a place uh, on your resume, but not just like, not too long, just like very small. Because in an interview, you can elaborate on that. And you can refer back to, to those jobs if needed. But remember, people pay you the salary that you want at the moment. And if you're like most of my clients, you're looking for the same, actually ideally a level up, you have to think they're going to only pay that salary based on the last couple of years of my career that I have done. So I have make sure that they are of a magnitude. Don't make a monster resume. And with that also, there is a great analogy I want you to, to, to really think about. A resume needs to be like a trailer of a movie. Now you see a trailer of a movie. How long is it? 90 seconds? So in 90 seconds, they can explain to you what is a two hours long movie. And in 90 seconds, you watch a trailer and you know exactly, exactly the nature of the movie. If it's an adventure movie, a romantic movie, like if it's a thriller, whatever it is, you know the quality of acting, you know the actors that are playing, you know so much. And based on those 90 seconds, you make a decision, a decision like, hey, I want to pay Apple or I want to go to the movies or I want to stream it. Like I want to basically see that whole movie. And that's exactly what I want you to do with your resume. So from everything you need to understand, like from your 15, 20, 25, 30 years experience, what I want you to do is make a trailer, your trailer of a movie and put that down on paper. And that is how I want your resume to be. Because based on that trailer, on your resume, they will want to have the full experience. They want to have multiple interviews to get to know you and potentially hire you. That's what you want to achieve. Now, the last thing that I see people make and people do all the time is basically the language in their resume is still too tactical and not strategic leadership enough. So as I mentioned before, a resume is often started straight out of the bat, like from university and just adding on, adding on, adding on. And a lot of those uh, resumes are very executional. This is what I do. This is what I manage. But at a certain point in your career, when you want to shift from being uh, uh, just a task manager to really recognize leader and stand out and be recognized for your insights and your strategic leadership and your people leadership, then you have to make a shift in your resume. But here's the thing, a lot of people, they're so capable, they're experts in their field, they have a great reputation on getting shit done. And that's why their resume is often still so executional. Even though they have a visionary mind or they're very good in strategy, they're still like reverting back to the tactics. And so you need to really have a skeptical eye to your resume and you have to look like, is my resume really communicating that strategic view? And it's not because you mentioned the word strategy that, <laughs> that you demonstrate that because there goes a lot in, into proving that you actually are strategic or that you have leadership skills. So it's not by mentioning those things that you suddenly have 
uh, that those qualities will come across. So there's so much more intention that you have to put in your resume than how people are treating it. Because the reason why you need to be so intentional about creating your resume yourself is because the next step is going to be the interview. And if you haven't written your resume yourself and you have outsourced it to somebody who just put nice words on a piece of paper and they're really good, no problem with it. But the problem is that you are not able to talk to your resume. You're not able to authentically tell that story because you have never gone through the steps to really shift your view of yourself, really thinking about like, okay, what is it from a strategic, a commercial, a leadership point of view that I've done in all these jobs? Because it's so easy to go into tactics because you are so good at it. You're very good at it. But you have to, if you want your career to move up, and moving up doesn't mean that you have to be the CEO of, of, of the organization, but moving up could be just increasing and expanding your influence. Because the people that I work with, they don't necessarily want to be the top leader of the company. They're very happy where they are in middle management or senior management, and they're very happy, but they're very struggling often with the level of influence they have. And that comes all back to the language you use and the shift you are able to make between tactical and strategic. And if you can't make that on your resume, you can't articulate that and you won't be able to demonstrate that in an interview or even in, in uh, later on in a performance review or later on, that is not going to be your leadership brand. And that is what you want to create, a leadership brand. Everybody has a personal brand, whether you like your personal brand or not, whether it's intentional, intentional or whether it's default, you have one. But you want what you want to do is be intentional about it and shift your personal brand to a leadership brand to be able to articulate clearly what you stand for. And that's where all the elements come together. So I hope you see by now, first of all, that I'm very passionate about resumes. <laughs> I am not a resume writer, by the way. I co-create my resumes with my clients. So that means co-creation means you're the expert in what you do. I'm the expert in what I do. And it's when we come together, that's where the magic happens. So it's not an outsourcing model or anything like that. It's just like making sure that I bring out the best in you, that I pull out what's inside and what's in uncovered, covered up. Because we assume our skills. If you have done 15, 20 years something, you just like take it for granted. And so working with somebody to pull it out will help you and to put that in uh, in the right perspective. Like, look, to be honest, I work work together with, with really senior marketing directors that or communications directors that write copy for leadership teams to influence like for, for senior stakeholders and so on and so on. But it's so difficult to write and brand yourself authentically. So don't kick yourself if you are struggling with this. So I hope this video inspired you to take action to to take action whether it is just to really take that piece of paper and think like i'm going to reshape that 
because it all starts with that because your resume will go into your LinkedIn profile or parts of it will go into your LinkedIn profile and will start really changing the way you see yourself. And that's why it's so important. You need to start changing the way you see yourself before others can see a new version of you. And that is why it's so important. If you need any help with this, reach out to me. I have a free resource and I will pop the link below. It's all about like how the six-figure job search um, because a six-figure job search where you feel challenged, fulfilled, and where you get paid what you're worth at the end of it, what goes into that. And if you want to take a next step or the, uh, yeah, if you want to take the next step, book in a call with me, schedule in a call. And it's not going to be one of those yucky sales calls, pinky promise. It's going to be a call where I really have a conversation with you and understand where you're at because every situation is different. And it's so important. If we're going to work together, I have to understand if I can help you first of all because your success is my reputation. So first of all, we're going to establish what it is that you want to achieve, what the roadblocks are. Secondly, what's holding you back. And then thirdly, we will discuss what working together would look like. And if that interests you, like scheduling a free complimentary uh, career breakthrough session with me, and we will have that. If we are not connected on LinkedIn, connect with me. I like to, I love to, not like, love to expand my network and, um, and, and really get to know new people. Uh, if you really enjoyed this video, give me a thumbs up. It's always good to see when people really enjoy the content that I create. And um, otherwise, if you have any more questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you so, so much and have a lovely rest of the day. Thanks. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.